0: Let us be in a spirit of prayer. Continue to guide us in this Lenten journey, dear God. Remind us that you are with us each step of the way, that we do not walk it alone. May we hear your word, may we receive it, and may we live it into life. For we ask this in Christ's name. Amen. We actually have two gospel lessons this morning. The first was offered by the young adults in our, in our bridge class who did a wonderful presentation of our Latin liturgy this morning. And there, they were referring to a story in the gospel of Matthew, a story where Jesus is eating with a tax collector whose name is Matthew. And during that meal, we learned from Matthew's gospel that other tax collectors, and according to Matthew, other sinners Join in that meal. Now, somehow the Pharisees learn about this meal and questioned his disciples by saying, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? How can he do this? Doesn't he know the rules and the standards, the way that we do things? This is just so wrong. The Pharisees are in the dark. And then in our gospel reading, we've met Nicodemus. Now Nicodemus is also a Jewish leader, a Pharisee, but he's convinced by Jesus's actions that Jesus is a teacher who has come from God. Now this story takes place at night and it comes immediately following a story of Jesus overturning the tables in the temple. And the Pharisees and the religious leaders of the day are not happy with Jesus at all. So it's important for us to hear that not all the Pharisees are condemning Jesus, that there are individuals like Nicodemus who see him as a man of God and have questions. And the symbolism here of Nicodemus coming at night is, is very significant because it reminds us that the Pharisees truly are are in the dark, including Nicodemus. And this sense of darkness is a a prominent image in the Gospel of John. But Nicodemus, Nicodemus has a glimpse of light in front of him, and he's not quite sure about that light. But rather than sitting back and being in the darkness, he decides to go after that light and try to discover more about it. And so he comes to Jesus at night with questions. Now, as I shared with the children, I think it must have taken a whole lot of courage for Nicodemus to make this venture to find Jesus at nighttime. What would his friends say? What would his peers think about him going and having a conversation with Jesus and recognizing Jesus as a man from God? Would they criticize him? Would they hurl insults at him? Would they push him aside or maybe push him outside their own group? I would think that for Nicodemus, there was quite a bit of fear that in making that journey and undertaking stepping outside of the boundaries of the group. But Nicodemus, like so many people, was curious. Curious about his faith. Maybe not quite ready to take a plunge, but he took that first step it's always easier to stand back and stay with the crowd and stay in the darkness than it is to seek out the light. Now, all too often, we might find ourselves in a dark place. And rather than seeking a a way out, we might decide that it's just easier to stay where we are because out beyond the darkness, there might be more darkness. And it might actually be better where we are now than taking a chance of stepping out where that is. It takes a lot of courage to step out of the places that we find ourselves. And for some, being in the darkness serves their own purpose and it becomes their norm. They become unaware of where they are and the walls that they have built up around them because those walls block out any semblance of the light. We see this in people who hold extreme beliefs folks who are quick to condemn and criticize, folks who are more than willing to exclude others who are different than themselves, much like the Pharisees in our stories. We certainly see this in many foreign countries where there is extreme rules and regulations in places like Iran where if you criticize what's going on, you fear being executed. And those extremes, allow people to stay in the darkness and not even venture to look outside. And for those individuals, it takes much courage to step out in faith. But we can also see it in our own nation. People choosing sides, people that will refuse to listen to others, refuse to work together, individuals who will choose hate over love, violence over cooperation and peace, Some even doing this in the guise and the name of Christianity. Sadly, they are living in the dark and refusing to even venture towards the light. But we could criticize them, but we need to recognize in ourselves that there are those times where the dark places that we find ourselves are difficult to get out of. That it sometimes requires a lot more energy to focus on the light It can happen to anyone. And perhaps that's why Nicodemus speaks to to, Jesus. that's why Jesus speaks to Nicodemus that he must be born from above to be born anew. Of course, Nicodemus doesn't get the point. And what all he really hears is Jesus saying that one has to be born again. And Nicodemus goes, can an old man re-enter his mother's womb? I mean, what are you talking about, Jesus? And Jesus doesn't criticize him, doesn't kick him away and say, well, that's a stupid question, go away from me. Rather, he reminds Nicodemus that Nicodemus is thinking about earthly imaging and Jesus is speaking about a heavenly image. And there's a difference. There's a difference between hearing being born again in a physical way and being born from above or being born anew in a spiritual way. And that's good news for us, because God welcomes the questions that we have, and even the times when we don't understand what we're hearing in scripture, God doesn't push us away, but rather invites us to come closer and to hear the story again. Because as Jesus tries to instruct Nicodemus, he's really talking about this new realm, this new world, this kingdom of God that has come that is here and that is now. And to be born anew by the water and the spirit is to welcome this kingdom of God into our midst and into our lives. It is to accept that which God offers for us and desires for us, desires for all humankind, a different way of living life as brothers and sisters in this world. A way of living, not just for some promised afterlife, but living for the joy and the love and the peace that can be found here and now. As we draw to a close on our service today, we'll spend time in prayer. And in that time of prayer, we'll offer the prayer that Jesus offered to God and offered to his disciples and offers to us. And in that prayer, we will share the words, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's the promise that Jesus offers to each of us. That God's will be done, not just in heaven, but here on earth. That God's love be found, not just in some idealized heavenly afterlife, but in the here and the now. That we enjoy that life, that we enjoy that love, that we know that peace within ourselves. That's the light that Jesus brings to us. And Jesus goes on to state the reason for this. For God so loved the world that God gave the Son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son to condemn the world but rather that the world might know him and be saved through him. Jesus comes to us as the light, as our partner to walk in the dark, because God loves us, and God desires for us that we live in the light, live in the love, and not in the darkness. But it takes courage to step into the light. But again, as I shared with the children, Jesus shows us the way. And the good news in our story is that Nicodemus, while he comes to Jesus in the dark, afraid, and scared, unknowing where the light is going and perhaps leaves with some more confusion and questions but along the way he sees the light and later in John's gospel when his brothers in the Pharisee movement are condemning and criticizing Jesus and wanting to bring him to trial it'll be Nicodemus' voice that says what are we doing is not this a man of God should we not listen to him And at the very end of the story, after Jesus dies on the cross and his body is taken down, it's Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus who take and lay Jesus in the tomb and bless his body in the ritual manners with the spices and the herbs and the cloth. For at the end, Nicodemus not only has seen the light but he's living in the light and following the light, regardless of the cost. We are offered a choice. We can live in darkness, or we can live in the light. To live in the light requires courage, courage to live the life that Jesus has shown us throughout all the stories in the gospels, to show us how to love one another, to live at peace with our neighbor, to show honesty and integrity and charity to one and to all. The choice begins with belief, believing in Jesus that he is the light, but then it's revealed in the actions and the lives that we live. So may we in this Lenten journey continue to strive to live in the light and to live the life that God desires for each of us. And may God bless us on this journey, this day, and in all the days to come. Amen.